Hi, I'm Jordan Roberts. Just wanted to let you know that this week we have a special Oral Roberts classic message on the Place for Miracles podcast. Taken from his tent meetings, this powerful oral message will inspire your faith and put you on the road to the miracle you need in your life. Now, here's my grandfather, Oral Roberts. I wish to read from the Gospel of Luke chapter 15, beginning at verse 25. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And he was angry, and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him, and he answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee. Neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. And he said to him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. I wish to talk to you tonight on this subject, everything God has is yours. Many of us love the story of the prodigal son. It is perhaps the best story that Jesus ever told, and he told it with such loving regard for this boy. But actually, he told the story of two prodigal sons two brothers, not just one. He told the story of the younger brother who became a prodigal by virtue of the fact he went away from home and wasted his father's inheritance. He also told the story of the elder brother who was just as much a prodigal as the other was. The elder brother did not run away from home. He did not take his father's goods and squander and waste them and riotous living. But he was just as much a, a prodigal as the younger boy was, although in an entirely different manner. He represents the people who ignore God, who don't take into account the existence of the Lord. To them, a God is just a figure of speech. He isn't a good and loving Heavenly Father. He isn't one we can walk and talk with every day. He isn't one we can know for ourselves. He is just a mere figure of speech. Yes, this boy was a prodigal son through his own self-righteousness. He never ran away. He never went to the far country. But where he was was a far country, for he was just as far away from God as the prodigal son was. This, um, this elder brother uh, stirred and caused quite a commotion when his younger brother, the prodigal son, came home. You remember how the prodigal son asked for the goods that fell to him and took them, ran into a far country, squandered them with riotous living, and then came to himself in the pig pen and said, I'll, I'll return home and ask uh, forgiveness because I've sinned before heaven and against my father. He returned. His father had compassion, received him, made a great feast, and there was music and dancing while heaven was bending low and the angels were present. The elder brother was down in the fields working when the prodigal son returned home and uh, was given this feast. He heard the sound of music and dancing. 
He came up to his father's house, called the servant and said, what is this commotion? What does this mean? And he said, your long lost prodigal brother is found. He was lost and he's now re uh, returned home. Your father has received him, forgiven him and made this feast for him. The elder brother's lips fell. He was very unhappy about it. So he refused to go in. The servant told the father, the father came out and said, son, why aren't you glad? Come in with us, help us celebrate the restoration of your long lost brother. The elder brother looked at his father and said, I won't come in. He said, that, that, that son of yours, he took what you gave him and he spent it with harlots. Now you've taken him back. You've forgiven him. He said, listen, father, I've been here all these years. I've never transgressed your law. I've lived correctly. I've never asked for a thing. You never gave me anything to provide a, a feast for my friends. You've given me nothing, and I've had nothing all these years. And the father looked at him and smiled and said, Son, all I have is yours. Everything I have belongs to you. All you have to do is ask for it, believe for it. Come on in, son. Help us rejoice. Everything I have belongs to you. And the elder brother would not receive it. What was wrong with this elder brother? First, he did not know the kind of father he had. He did not realize that his father was so good. Second, his father was a man of compassion. The Bible says that he saw the younger brother, the prodigal son returning, ran, fell on his neck, kissed him, and had compassion. Third, God is a God of forgiveness. He forgave this prodigal son. He was so glad to get his soul back, his life back, that he forgot about the squandering, wasting of material things. Ladies and gentlemen, some of us put more value upon things than we do our lives. We think it's more important that we recover a lost automobile or lost piece of property than it is to find a lost soul again. And fourth, his father had plenty to spare. A young prodigal who was away from home in the pig pen said, why, even the servants of my father have plenty, plenty to spare. And God has everything we need and then some. Oh, hallelujah to his name. Do you know the Bible says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches by Christ Jesus in glory? You think of your needs tonight. Maybe you need a house. You need an automobile. You need so much money to pay your bills and to get along in the world. You need a new suit of clothes. You need this and you need that. The Bible says that God will supply that need according, according to the riches his riches by Christ Jesus in glory. The fifth thing that the elder brother did not know about his father was that his father valued the soul of this prodigal brother of his above the material things he had wasted. This is one of the wonderful things about God. God says, what shall it profit a man if he should gain the whole world, then lose his own soul. God says your soul's salvation is worth more than all the world put together. How many of us put things in front of our souls? When you and I stand at the judgment, God perhaps will say to you and me, he will say, 
My son died in your place. I provided salvation for your soul, healing for your body, provision for your life, deliverance from fear, from torment, from sin, from sickness. I gave those provisions through the death of my son Christ on the cross. Why didn't you expect them? Why didn't you accept them? Why didn't you receive them? Now, God wants us to expect. In a few minutes, I will be asking people to give their hearts to Jesus Christ. Some people will rise from their chairs and come down here as quickly as they can, some even with tears. They'll come down here expecting to change their way of living and to have God in their lives. Others will just sit and uh, sort of uh, in a daze like. They just don't seem to realize they need God. Now, when we come, we must expect the Lord to take a hand in our lives, to change things. You must expect a miracle if you want it to happen. Will you say it, please? You must expect a miracle if you want it to happen. Say it again. This is God's message to us tonight. If you're being blessed by this podcast, tell someone about the place for miracles and spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. Remember, anytime you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Go to oralroberts.com prayer or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe that God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life. 